0: say it again. Next on Friday, Friday, Good everybody, welcome back to Fatherhood Friday Season 3, Episode mm, 6, 7, or 8. Honestly, I lost count um, with everything going on, but this is Charmer on the 1, not the 2. Giving it to you through my iPhone 8 Plus. Um, how are you doing out there? As for me, um, up and down, smiles and frowns. I'm trying to stay on an even keel and not let my highs get too high and lows get too low. But it has definitely been challenging in this season of the coronavirus. Um, everyone is being impacted, including the person that's speaking to you. Um, just last Friday, uh, I was let go of my job just this <laughs> Wednesday, uh, March 31st, my book Fighting for a Lab, Uh, is released on Amazon. And so who would have thought back in January, 2020, the year that everyone said was 2020 vision hindsight, the year of the breakthrough that I would have a book coming out and be unemployed in the same time. Um, But I'm reminded of what my brother said. uh, When I talked to him on the phone the other day, he said, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And he said, when you realize they happen for you, you're able to shift and adjust your mindset. When they happen to you, you oftentimes play the victim and woe is me and why is this happening to me? What did I do wrong? But when it happens for you, it had to happen in order for something else to manifest. And so, uh, bro, brother, Pat, if you're listening, Patrick, I appreciate that, that definitely uh, touched my spirit in this time of uh, the coronavirus and and everything shifting. Um, And so my thoughts and prayers is with everybody out here. Um, Father, mother, son, daughter, grandmother, grandfather, uh, boy, girl, teenager, whoever's listening, my thoughts and prayers are with you. We are going to get through this together. I don't know how, um, and, and it gives me more reason to tell you what today's episode is about. But before we get into today's episode, uh, continue, uh, and if you haven't follow me where Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Bullhorn, um, um or you can go through anchorfm.com and you can and you can uh type in fatherhood fridays that's where you can find me um if you want to donate i still do not have any donors for 2020 uh you can go to that same website anchorfm.com type in fatherhood fridays and uh pop up Tab will come for supporters from 99 cent to nine dollars and 99 cent. I will accept, and it is much appreciated. Also, I wanted to let you know that in this time of coronavirus, I might be dropping random episodes. Um, I know uh, today's episode is on a Friday, but if you stay tuned, I might have an episode on a Tuesday, a Saturday, a Thursday. Why? Because I have a little more time on my hands, one, and then two. I just feel like the people that are listening, the people that uh, support me, we need to we need to stay plugged in in this season. Um, why? Because it's easy um, to to get upset. It's easy to um, get depressed. It's easy to uh, have anxiety. It's easy to um, want to divorce your spouse. It's easy to uh It's easy to do a lot of negative things in this season, especially with so many things happening around you um, that you have to make changes and you have to make alters to. So um, that's why I'm telling you, hey, plug me in on Spotify. Plug me in on your Apple phone. Uh, If you got an Android, go to Stitcher Breaker. Um, I'm on eight different platforms and maybe more that I'm not aware of. And so just type in Fatherhood Fridays, follow me or donate, and you'll you'll hear random episodes come out throughout the week as the Spirit of God sees fitting for me to put out. And so my question today is, now that we are in the coronavirus, I think this is week three, maybe going on a month now, um, what do we think about the many churches that are going online? for those of us that go to church whether you're just a church attender you go every now and then you go regularly um what do we think about going online uh fully i mean we live in a world where a lot of churches already are doing their sermons on Facebook and they have a website and they're doing it live on Instagram and all these different things. Um, And so for some people, it might not affect you at all because you've been listening to that pastor online. But for those of us that um, had that human interaction experience, what is it? What does it feel like now? Um, I'm gonna say for me, I honestly miss the the human interaction experience. To watch it online um, in the comfort of my own home, um, just doesn't feel the same. And so uh, I felt in the spirit of God, uh, dropped in my spirit to recreate service in my home. Why do I need to wait on the pastor? Sure, I don't know everything. Sure, I don't, you know, but what I do know, what I am pulling from the Bible, I can teach my wife, I can teach my kids. And so what you're, what you're going to listen to today is uh, a 20, 25 minute sermon or message that I created for myself and my family. And so we did, we sang some songs, we had some meditation and some mindfulness Uh, and um, in this coronavirus we walked around the neighborhood and i taught as we were getting exercise Um, and so for those that like staying plugged in and like listening maybe this will be an experience for you Um, because in the bible it says where two or three are gathered in my name there i am in the midst and so we don't need what happens when um the internet shuts down what happens when electricity shuts down um and you can't access it from your wi-fi signal or you can't access it from your internet connection what would you do it's it could it could happen and i'm not trying to place fear in you but we're relying on zoom we're relying on facebook we're relying on instagram and websites to keep it going but one thing could go wrong with your internet connection and you can't you can't listen to them anymore. Um, there's a lot of people that are on Zoom now that are having a hard time staying on Zoom because so many people are are doing work from Zoom and church from zoom and and all it and it's just over flooding. and so we have to allow the gospel to spread. Acts eight and eight has to be real. and if you don't know what I mean, open your Bibles, go to Acts chapter eight, verse eight, and sink your teeth into that verse. And if that verse doesn't make sense, sink your teeth into that chapter of what happened when Stephen was stoned to death because of what he believed and uh, what he did to spread the gospel. We have to be Acts 8, 8, and spread the gospel. And so I had that vision when the coronavirus first hit. Like, I'm not gonna wait around just for a pastor online that I'm gonna teach my family the best I know how, even through my brokenness, even through not having a job, even through being upset, um, being sad, just all different kind of feelings. I'm gonna do what I need to do. Um, And so sit back, listen, um, and try try to get in the spirit of God because this is my sermon. We are the church. All right, let me cue it up for you. Two, three or more are gathered. There you are in the mist. God is in the mist right now. So right now, we're going to take this time like we did the last time and just do some heavy breathing. Come on, Dan. Just try to get all... Try to get the feeling out of Hard to do. Try to slow your mind down. Try to focus on what your body is telling you and what if God is telling you anything, if the Spirit is telling you anything. Okay. Just do your best to stay still. Do your best to focus. All we're doing is just breathing. Breathing in. Breathing out. It's okay if you yarn. It's okay if random thoughts come. You just tell those random thoughts to go. body is telling you. There's no need in moving, no need in doing anything except breathing. Breathing and relaxing is a discipline. Doing really good everybody, we're at three minutes. Take this time to just breathe. Deep breaths, short breaths. Just meditate, and just focus on God. Cares of this world the time? not gonna focus on that just slowing everything down I'm Try to rush the process. Funny. Okay, so I'm going to focus on today's scripture, um, which is Matthew 18 and 20. where two or three are gathered in my name there I am with you what that means is is that Jesus is with you no matter where you are no matter if you're in a house no matter if you're in a park no matter if you're standing on a gate standing on a gate um, no matter if you're at McDonald's Anytime you come together... It doesn't matter if you are... Um, if you're in a car that's messy. Correct. It doesn't matter anything. If you are coming together for the name of Jesus, he's right there with you. So supposed she teach us that Jesus is everywhere? Jesus is everywhere. You don't need a church building to gather together, to celebrate, to meditate, to teach about Jesus. Okay? You have any questions? Alright. Who wants to lead us in I almost it. Or Cedric. go outside I'm just gonna walk as I teach you guys about... Wait, 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 wait. Walking as a family, so there's no need to rush. It's no competition. You're not seeing if you can walk faster with your sister. Hey, walk beside. Somebody walk beside mom, somebody walk beside me. So as we talk today about where two or three are gathered, there you are in the mist, right? The time you can leave where where we need to walk. Uh, As we talk about today on this misty, rainy Sunday, about if two or three are gathered, there you are in the midst Hold on. Um, I'm gonna use an example of a house versus a home. Okay? Dad. Anybody here can tell the difference. What's one difference between a house and a home? Is that a house? Is bigger than a. These are A home is just, it's just a place where you live. Okay. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A house is what you build and a home is what you make in it. Which one do people live in? A house or a home? Um, a house. Mm-mm. A home? People live in a home. As you guys just explained it, that a house is a building. A house is something that you create. Yeah, like those things. Like these houses we're seeing as we walk in the neighborhood. But a home is probably not like this. A home is like this, but the the, the fine difference between a house and a home is is the people that live inside. So without without people, just walk beside me, say, without people, if these houses that we're looking at in this neighborhood, without the people, they're just considered houses. It's not until somebody lives inside that it's considered a home. And I believe, as we talk about today's lesson, that Jesus wants to make a home in your heart. He doesn't want to make a home in a building. He doesn't want to make make a home. His home is in your heart. His home, his spirit dwells in your heart. He doesn't need. He doesn't need a building. You know, um, the biggest home we, that we build on is where all the plants grow. This planet. I understand, Sid, but listen to what I'm saying you're talking about uh, from a scientific point. What I'm talking about is from a spiritual aspect. And that is that if you take away a church building, if you take away people from the church considered a, 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 church, a building. church building. It's only the people. Listen, it's only the people that make it the church. Just like right now, as we are going through a time of where everybody's supposed to be quarantined, everybody's supposed to be um staying at home, and social distancing, a lot of people you're not going to see either return to church or they're just going to do church online. And that's the way I think it is if there's no people and the building is just considered a building. Well, correct. There's like... What if rats came in there or like raccoons would it, would it consider the home? We, that's not the focus. What the focus is is that your body is the temple. And if you accepted Jesus into your heart, then he is with you no matter where you're at. And so I wanted to for us as a family to just walk around as we're enjoying time with God in our service and just look at these different homes. And if these homes, this neighborhood that we live in wouldn't mean anything if nobody lived in it. It would, it would just be a house. It would just be a building, but it's the people That make it a home, and I believe, you know, that's what God is saying in this season. It's the people that make my dwelling place a home. So, no matter what, um, if it's a house, a church, um, a library, or any of those buildings, and you're not there, it's just considered a building. Correct. Correct. That is correct. Do you have any thoughts on that, Tanya? No, no matter what. Kind of... Whatever's made of bricks... You, stuff, you, correct. Just, oh. 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 But with the people inside there, it's, it's called a house or something. No, when the people inside there is called a home oh. without people living and dwelling in there it's just considered a house or a church building is this like a my school Mm-mm. i don't know. I have any questions, Tonya? Um, I don't have any questions, Or comments? Um, I think what I'm, I'm getting out of what you're saying is mm-hmm. so in the of, that, um, rat race that we have become accustomed to valuing building mm-hmm to take the prioritize because I don't necessarily see anything wrong with having a physical gathering place but when hard priority is on that versus valuing and building up and taking care of and care for the people can have a problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a time where as much as we all okay you to being in the rat lady, she's, she's almost working you to the rest, um out of course, to that so you can the back Do you ever remember selling chocolate for you right here to get uh, those peanuts? Uh, no. doing right now as weird as it might feel or look this is how it was when you, when Jesus was here on the earth and he was preaching on the mountain or preaching in a boat or wait so when Jesus didn't die on the cross he was still on earth yes he lived on earth for 33 years and he had a three-year ministry and so, this is what it looked like. A lot of times, when people met with him, they were just walking and talking. Walking and talking, and people listened, and people had questions, and he was able to answer them. And hey, Jesus is the smartest thing on earth. Sure. I'm not, a, I'm not 100% sure on that answer, Sid. But what I can say is this is what it looked like in the Bible. And I feel in my heart that I find more enjoyment in this than sometimes How doing you go this. To church and do this. Well, see, they don't do this at church. Church is chained to everything is in one building. And sometimes in order for the gospel to spread in order for people to learn and know more 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 about who he is you got to get out what is the gospel the gospel is the good news the gospel is the good news I know what you're thinking <laughs> that was kind of weird uh, from the sounds of birds chirping lawnmower sounds distorted microphone dead air what were you really trying to accomplish in that well I'm trying to imply and I'm trying to convince you that church is you it's not the online website it's not the um, building, but it's you. In this time of social distancing, you can experience God in your home, in your apartment, walking and talking with your family. Um, you don't have to plug in only, uh, to a church website or to Facebook or Instagram or however, Zoom or however, um, you're listening. And so, I hope that you weren't listening just for the sake of me, but that you could close your eyes and as my son was praying or as we were doing mindfulness and meditating on God, that you can experience him for yourself. Until then, I will talk to you later.